0: Shaking it up with Shaykh Fayyaz, Nightly Ramadan Reflections. Numerous times in the midst of our days, be it in the performance of our obligatory prayers or otherwise, we quote the first verse of Surat al-Fatiha, in which we state, "Alhamdulillahi rabbil Alameen all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. We understand that Allah subhanahu wa taala is the God of those who preceded me and those who will certainly descend from me. And whether or not someone believes in God or doesn't believe in God, Allah subhanahu wa taala is still their Lord, and He's still their Creator. And that every one of us will return back to Him, again, whether we believe in it or not. In spite of the fact that someone believes or doesn't, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still remains Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Similarly, when we go to this verse that we've been speaking about, chapter 21, verse 107, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, that, O oh, Muhammad, we did not send you except to be a mercy unto the worlds. Whether someone believes in the Prophet salam or not, whether they have been exposed to his light, to his beauty, to his character, to his mercy, to his generosity or not, he continuously and consistently remains a mercy to them, irregardless of our understanding of his unique nature and station. Someone says, how exactly does that work? How can the Prophet ﷺ be a mercy to those who don't believe in him or who don't know him? There are many different interpretations of this according to different commentators of the Holy Qur'an. Amongst them being, for instance, that during the time of the Prophet ﷺ, those who rejected our Messenger ﷺ, God chose not to punish them in the same way that He punishes the communities of the previous Prophets that are mentioned within the Holy Qur'an the communities of and Tamud, for instance, that when they did not listen to their Prophet or the community of Salih, when they rejected the miracle during the time of Prophet Salih, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala eradicated them immediately or gave them a couple of days of respite until he did his deed. And when it came to the Prophet of God that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of the unique station of our messenger Muhammad, peace and everlasting blessings be upon him and his family, consistently kept that door open for people to be exposed to the light of the Prophet This is on one side. But when we go back to that verse, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكِ إِلَّا رَحْمَةٌ للعالمين, That we did not send Muhammad except to be a mercy unto the worlds. A second opinion is that the way that the rest of the world, even if they reject the Prophet, can benefit from the mercy of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, is through his followers. Meaning that you and I, every day, we have a responsibility to make sure that we are emanating the light of the mercy of the Messenger of God, sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam, to the best of our abilities and to the best of our potentials. It is said that one day, there was a man in the city of Medina, perhaps or otherwise, who had found a ring which was obviously worth a lot of money of a local Jewish man in his community. And it is said that when this Muslim man, who was very poor and struggling financially, found this ring that was worth a whole lot of cash, he picked it up and he knew who the owner was he went to his home, he knocked the door, and he gave it to this elderly Jewish man. This Jewish man, he looks at this Muslim, he sees him that he's seemingly someone who has been struggling financially, uh, you know, doesn't have perhaps the necessary means to take care of his family and daily expenditures, so on and so forth. So he asks him, he says, Oh my dear neighbor, he said, I appreciate you returning back this really expensive ring to me. Why wouldn't you just keep it for yourself? He says, you're poor. You don't have the wealth. You don't have the resources. He said, no one would have blamed you. God likely probably wouldn't have blamed you in this situation either. And at that moment, the Muslim man, he says to his Jewish neighbor, he says, I was afraid that on the Day of Judgment that your prophet, Musa alayhi salam, would come to my Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and complain that I took away the right of someone in my community. And I would be too ashamed to stand in front of my Prophet, embarrassing him like that, when he is the mercy unto the worlds, and it's my responsibility to emanate that same character. This man embodies everything that it means to being a believer. Someone who is striving putting forth their very best effort toward walking in the footsteps of the beloved of God and the beloved of our own hearts, Muhammad and truly illuminating the meaning of what it means to emanating the mercy of the Prophet of God You see, when we talk about mercy, in the whole Quran, Allah ta'ala attributes rahmah to himself more than 500 times in the Book of God. And in this verse, he attributes that same name to the Messenger of God, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, again demonstrating this incredible unique status and unique station that he had. And in another verse of the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِنْ أَنْفُسِكُمْ عَزِيزٌ عَلَيْهِ مَا عَنِدْتُمْ حَرِيْسٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِالْمُؤْمِنِينَ رَعُوفُ الرَّهِيمِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, Certainly a Messenger has come from amongst you. Painful to him is your distress, meaning that when we are going through difficulties, when we're going through hardship, it hurts the Prophet of God, sallallahu alayhi wa. For he has deep concern for you. Harisun alaykum as God states within chapter 9, verse 128. And then Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala states, alaykum bil minina rau And as for the believers, he is the most kind and the most merciful. And in other ayat of the whole Quran, including in chapter 2, verse 143, God attributes the same titles, the same names to himself. In Allah bin Nasi, la Raheem. that surely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to humanity is the most kind and the most merciful. When we take a look, I'm a believer. Who loves the Messenger of God, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? That my entire life is dedicated striving toward hopefully attaining some sense of satisfaction in the heart of the Messenger of God, وسلم, that when he looks down upon me, he sees that I'm striving and putting forth my best effort to resembling my actions and my deeds after him. And hopefully by that, I'll have the opportunity to attain the intercession of the Prophet ﷺ. And you see numerous examples within history that the Prophet ﷺ, the way that he would deal with those who were poor, the way that he would deal with the orphans, again, in order to get a glimpse into his mercy, and also at the same time for us to reflect on our responsibilities. During the month of Ramadan, for instance, and otherwise, The Prophet ﷺ, after establishing this most pure community in the holy city of Medina, anyone who did not have any food, anyone who did not have any drink, he would open up this large platform for people to come and eat and not eat the food of the poor. But rather they would have access to the best types of food, the best types of drink, the best types of fruit, and they would not be asked in regards to their economic situation or status. Meaning that food availability was always present during the time of the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to the extent that he would keep his door open, to making sure that anyone who needed anything from him at any time they would have access, again, that accessibility to the Messenger of God, sallallahu alayhi wa. And what we find so unique is that when we talk about religious leadership, it's oftentimes very distant from the way that it was emanated by the Prophet. وَمَا لِهَذَا الرَّسُولِ يَأْكُرُ فِي الأسواق. That the way that they would be critical, the Meccans and even those who rejected the Prophet later on, would be critical of the Prophet wasallam. That they would state, how is this man a Prophet? How is this man a messenger? He eats with everyone else. And he roams the marketplace like everyone else. Again, how is that any sort of a criticism? Rather it shows the unique love. And the beauty and the care that the Messenger of God had for his community. Which is why, even in those last moments of his life, when the angel of death was taking out his soul from his body, he looked up to the angel of death and he said, Oh, angel of death, let me ask you a question. He says, This pain that I'm enduring, does everyone else from my ummah also endure it? That transition from this life to the next can be very painful. And he said, O oh, Angel of Death, is this something that my Ummah will face? when he was concerned about you and I at that very last moment of his own life, Sallallahu Alaihi Wad. To which the Angel of Death said, O oh, Rasulullah, O oh Messenger of God, actually for them it's going to be far more painful. To which the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa he said o angel of death Sheddid alayya wa khaffif ala ummati then make it more painful for me and remove the pain from my followers that's the prophet of god that's the messenger صلى الله عليه وآله, through recognizing how incredibly merciful that he was and then he remains and continues to be by means of the grace that allah subhanahu wa has given him to continue to be a witness over us. At the very least, let's strive to emanate that same mercy, that same love, that same generosity, that same compassion toward all of those around us. lil alamin, Believer or none. Especially during these days and these times of crisis, we need to be at the forefront of striving to making a difference in our communities, towards supporting the orphans and the widows and the homeless, those who don't have food, those who don't have access to education, those who don't have access to water. Our culture, our community, those around us are often so plagued by a whole host of different social diseases and tribulations. If we strive toward emanating an ounce of the mercy of the Messenger of God, sallallahu we have the opportunity to transform not only ourselves, but the entire world. Inshallah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wa ala Muhammad wa ala al Tahareen Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram, at Fayaz Jaffer, and look out for him on Facebook.